to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I am Denise Sith, and today we are talking about complaining. This is literally was my life, complaining. What's wrong with complaining, Denise? We're jumping right in today because this has been something that has literally consumed me in my life. And um, it is something that I learned to do from my family, uh, growing up, uh, my father complained about everything. Nothing was ever his fault. Just complaining. Never. If my father won the lottery, the, the bills would be too dirty or he didn't like the color they were. I wish I was joking. Um, but I'm telling you complaining is, it's a cancer. It's and, and I've already had cancer too, but then I had another cancer and I didn't even know about it. And it is complaining. What's wrong with complaining? Okay, again, complaining um, literally seeds discontent, okay? And it surrounds you and everyone around you with negativity. And I did this and sometimes still do. And it's been the hardest thing I've ever had to work on. And I'm telling you, like, when we listen to complaints of any kind, first off, any kind, we get demoralized. Whether we're making the complaints or listening to them, our minds start on a cycle of negative thinking. So, and, and this makes total sense because I grew up in a complaining house where one person complained and planted those seeds of negativity that spread like a cancer in our house. And then we all grew up as adults and in turn blossomed into our own complaining tree and started then spreading new seeds of negativity. And I'm telling you, it it took a lot. If people are telling you you're a complainer, you're not gonna believe them. You actually need to understand that if you're being ignored by people or if people don't want to have a conversation with you, if people are afraid to approach you, okay, that's the big one for me. People are afraid to approach me. Most people who've known me in the past, they would never tell me stuff or they, I would talk about stuff now and they'll be like looking at me waiting for a reaction. Okay. And that's because I was and am a recovering complainer. There you go. Um, I'm in all sorts of recovery over here. Um, but literally researchers say the average person complains 30 times a day. I can tell you I could times two. <laughs> um, but there are people who never complain. Like Mr. Sith. And they're usually folks who rate themselves as very happy. Okay. Their lives from the outside, right? Aren't any different than anyone else's. 
They didn't win the lottery, but their relationships are closer, right? People like them, they live longer and they generally stay in a good mood, right? Carl's usually really never in a bad mood. Carl's Mr. Sith, by the way. <laughs> and while I haven't seen any research on this yet, I bet they're happier parents as well. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but I mean, I would think it would dwindle into that as well. But um, I was, uh, there was something in, oh shoot, Mayo Clinic. I don't want to say it was Mayo Clinic. It might've been Duke University. I was reading a ton of stuff on this. So um, I do know that it's Mark Waldman who said that every time you complain, your irritability, like a virus, I use cancer, uh, is neurologically picked up by every person who hears your voice or sees your face. Every person. Oh my God, I made people miserable. I can only imagine. Um, and so by all means, train your brain to be optimistic and positive because, okay, and this is according to research conducted by, it's Duke University or Mayo Clinic. I'm sorry. I don't know where, I can't even read my notes. Um, it will literally add years to your life. That's crazy. I'm lucky I don't have wrinkles. Like, honestly, I used, I, it, I took good, I've heard, I always took good care of my skin or I would look like I was 90. I am, I was such a complainer and I catch myself now. Like I catch myself. So complaining, why was this important for me, right? Why do we complain? Sometimes to blow off steam, okay? Which means you need to get the hell out like me, okay? Which we all need to do at times, okay? We do, we need coffee dates. I, I keep telling myself I need to get out. I am doing that. I got a ceramic painting class with some friends. I've got a girl's tea party coming up. I'm telling you, I'm doing the things, okay? Sometimes, okay, we complain because we want to feel appreciated, seen, or heard. All of the above. I'm raising my hand right now. Uh, which we all need, every single one of us. And sometimes to connect with others by commiserating, right? Which can lead to nice connections over mutual complaints, okay? That's why it's important for women to be with women. And real, like no mommy shaming garbage, right? We need to understand that we're all going through the same stuff and nobody's better than anyone else, right? And it's okay to have someone to kind of bounce off those complaints so that we understand that we're all living in the same area, okay? We're all in the same boat, right? Because when we complain, we're avoiding taking responsibility to change something we might be able to change if we worked at it. It's not our fault. And I'm gonna say this again, because this was like, woo, to me, okay? It was like, wow, okay? When we complain sometimes, right? We're avoiding taking responsibility to change something we might be actually change, be able to change if we worked it out. Because it's not our fault. That's good news. It's good news. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't used the soundboard in a while. We think we're asking for change from the other person by complaining. Both parents and kids often were complaining as a way to lobby each other to behave differently. This is 
everything, okay? We are often complaining as a way to lobby each other to behave differently. With parents, it could be nagging. I can't believe you left your jacket on the floor again. Hang him up. Mr. Sith, I can't believe your bottle's still on the table. He will leave an empty bottle on the table for, for literally weeks if I don't move it. With kids, it's an attempt to like elicit parental intervention of some sort. He's picking on me. All the other Karens' kids let him have it. Well, I'm not all the other Karens' parents' kids. I just combined two words together. Okay. You may think that expressing your discontent like will spur your kids to change, but it doesn't work that way. Okay. And man, I've learned that the hard way. Instead, it makes them feel bad about themselves or even give up on trying to please you. I, I don't want this with Pete, right? Kids don't change because we complain. They change because we set up structures to help them develop new habits or skills, right? And support them to make the actual change or because they get their needs met and they feel good about themselves or because they just mature, right? And they, and they grow out of it. But just to be clear, complaining is something we do instead of addressing a situation. And this has been huge for me, right? Expressing emotions such as sadness is not complaining. Stating your needs or giving a child a direction in a respectful way is not complaining. The goal is not to be a doormat, but a person of integrity, okay? And that we're willing to take responsibility for the changes that need to happen. How can you break the habit of complaining? How? Let me tell you, this, knowing that my complaining literally is a cry for help, okay? And that I'm not going to elicit these responses from Mr. Sith or Peter because I'm not effectively communicating what I need a response on. I'm just complaining. You guys never, nobody ever does anything in this house. Replace that with, I am overwhelmed and I really could use some help in the house. That elicits a conversation. It strikes up a conversation. I'm sorry that you feel overwhelmed. What is it that you can, like, what can we help you with? Clean out, empty the dishwasher, uh, you know, put your things in the sink when you're done, set your bed, put your clothes in the actual hamper instead of next to it on the floor. Why? Why do they do it? <laughs> but why? So those are the things that I'm learning and slowly trying to do, okay? I'm not going to be a doormat. See, I'm always worried that people are going to like take advantage of me and all this other kind of stuff. But that's all, those are all traumas from the past. That's not what's happening now here in the today as an adult, okay? How can we break the habit of complaining? Notice any time you start to complain, and bite your tongue. Take a deep breath. This is hard as hell, okay? Give up the gratification of reviewing why you're right and commit to being a positive force in the situation. Look for solutions instead of blame. This is hard, okay? 
And I will tell you that sometimes I'm just like, I'm totally going to do this. I'm going to take a deep breath. And then I walk into the living room and I'm like, I just cleaned up everything. I've done everything I need to do. Now I am going to walk and sit down and spend 10 minutes doing my Italian program on my phone. And I'm not going to talk to anybody and I'm not going to move and I'm going to do this. And then I walk into the living room. There's Legos all over the floor. And Mr. Sith has two bottles next to him that are empty. And, you know, Buster's got dog toys all over. And I'm just like, hey, hey, listen. Okay. I came in here for 10 minutes to stop. Stop. Okay. That's a bite your tongue situation. Okay. Because number one, it's there are two things that hold here, right? Number one, I don't like sitting in areas and being relaxed in a mess. That's an OCD, right? Whole nother issue. And all I had to do was be like, hey, I'm going to sit here and relax for a moment. But in order to do that, could you please, in the meantime, take your empty cups and put them where they belong? And Peter, since you've decided you're not playing with Legos anymore, how about we just pick those up as well, right? So the dog doesn't eat them and poop them out later in the yard. Just saying. Okay, hard. Hard, but you can do it. Um, I try to decide if I'm complaining from feeling powerless. So is your complaint coming from feeling powerless? Nobody around here does any work except for me. Take a deep breath and literally reaffirm to yourself that you're in charge. So if you really want to, you can change the situation or at least how you're responding to it, right? Nobody around here ever does any work except me. Okay, well, you know what? Start doling out the, you know, we already have a chore chart. So it would be like, listen, all of these Legos are here and the deal is you can't do this unless you pick up after yourself. Can't move on from one thing to the next unless the last thing you were playing with was picked up. And that's clearly not done. So I'm going to have to take that screen time or whatnot that you're doing now unless you clean up. So yeah, I will tell you that that is a big thing. Just make sure that you understand that you are complaining most likely from a feeling of being powerless. It is, I would tell you for me, 98% of the chance. Time. Uh, there's a 98% chance that that is why I'm feeling like the negativity is coming from me, the complaining. Um, are you complaining from habit? I'm raising my hand really high. You kids are driving me crazy. How come you guys have just stopped, like not been be, like misbehaving the whole trip? Can you please just eat with your fork? Think about this, right? Because you need to remind yourself that your child believes everything you tell him or her about themselves. And they try to live up to it. And this is a huge, huge example that I learned growing up with an alcoholic, with a narcissist, or at least narcissist traits. And, you know, you know wow, you're going to wear them pants out? You look fat. It's a great thing to tell a 15-year-old girl, 12, well, all, to tell any girl, tell anyone, you know? I don't like those friends of yours. You keep hanging with them, you're going to wind up in jail. 
you know, if you keep telling kids stuff like that, and everyone's like, eh, it's got nothing to do with being soft on parenting. It has everything to do with nurturing and seeding a childhood to be a childhood, right? You can't expect kids to be adults. And then when they exhibit adult behavior, yell at them because they're kids. Okay, I got that constantly growing up. And our kids truly believe everything that, they tell, that we tell them is what they are. And when I finally put two and two together on this, oh my gosh, I cried. It, it tore me up. It, I got tears in my eyes now just thinking about it. Knowing that even things you've said in anger or because you were so stressed out, we don't do it intentionally. I mean, I would think that we, you know, most people don't do it intentionally, but it is just has such horrible ramifications on our kids when we do that. So just make sure that you're not complaining just from habit. It was always around me growing up. So I found that I just, it was the way I spoke. It was the way I responded. And that's a habit. It's a bad habit. But easily, it's good. You can easily replace a habit with a habit. So replace a bad one with a good one. All right, we're going to take a quick break here for our sponsor, and then we'll be right back. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by Reclaimed. Reclaimed is a one-man brand from Chicago, Illinois, specializing in handmade commercial and residential furniture and fixtures. The man behind the brand is Brian McQuaid, and the soul of his business is anchored in his handmade wood art pieces. Don't think that these pieces are just ordinary furniture and fixtures. These pieces were founded under the notion that art should be affordable to everyone. Each piece is custom designed and crafted with everything he's got which means you're not getting a plain big box item made in mass, but a personalized, meaningful work of art that will bring compliments from whoever sees your reclaimed piece and joy with you seeing and using your piece daily. Not a single person, I will tell you, walks into my office without asking me about my reclaimed desk and end table. And they can't hang their coats without asking me where I got the cool railroad spike wall coat rack either. Brian's talents go far beyond dust tables and coat racks, personalized hearts, jewelry boxes, flags, special occasions. It's art, folks. So the possibilities are pretty much endless. You don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the beautiful art of Reclaimed at www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Again, that's www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Or check out and follow them on Instagram at Breclaimed, B-R-E-C-L-A-I-M-E-D. Hello, hello. We're back from the break and we're talking about 
complaining right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm so sorry if you guys hear this on the broadcast, but the Buster, it's always Buster, dang it. Um, Buster has a cow hoof that he has found that he has stashed somewhere. And I'm literally, that's all I hear. He's eating it on the hardwood. There are literally are very few spots in my office where there's hardwood and he has found the exact spot. It's uh it's a puppy thing. <laughs> this dog. I follows me around. It's like having another kid when you get a puppy. Anyway, so complaining. Complaining, which is like my forte here. I understand this is like I this is coming home. This podcast is my life and my life work on me figuring out how I can conduct my day without complaining like it's second nature. I want to stop it because it really just scientifically proven, as we just heard earlier, um, that it just feeds negativity and we need to stop. Uh, but every single one of these points nails it on the head on why I complain. When you break it down, I'm like, everybody's got to have these issues. So I'm sharing them with you, okay? So I think we're on four. Um, are, are we on four? Yeah. Are you complaining from frustration? Yes, again. <laughs> oh my gosh, this husband never hears me. No matter how much I yell, I give up, right? But seriously though, research shows that, especially with kids, Okay, so the research applies to children. Um, I just don't want to say that it was like done from husbands, but it was like, you know, you got a kid who doesn't want to homeschool, you know, he doesn't want to do his reading or whatnot, you know. Um, research shows that kids learn best when we give them structure to learn good habits, period, okay? Such as sitting with them while they're do their, doing their homework till they master the skill of sitting down to tackle something unpleasant, right? And learn to monitor their own work. Kids don't know how to do that now. Everyone's like, do you let, does Peter just sit at a table and do homeschool like you, while I eat bonbons? I don't know. Um, they didn't say that, but uh, no, right now I sit with him and I am his instructor and I sit with him and instruct him so that he understands how to do stuff. And what he what is expected of him as we get older, I mean, he needs to understand that this is what's expected of him. I'm sorry. Um, if you're, I'm laughing because again, the dog is off the carpet and he is literally tossing it back and forth. He couldn't find a louder thing to toss around while I'm podcasting. Um, it is what it is. Um, all of you, if you don't already know, I have a puppy. He's six months old. It is what it is. Um, if you're frustrated, right, while you are, if that's what's triggering the complaining, then it's time to try a new strategy, right, that are going to give you the results that you want. And instead of like, you know, flipping out that what you've been doing isn't working, that's me. Hands in the ear, both of them this time, okay? So complaining from frustration. Number five regardless of why you're complaining, consider what action you could take to change the situation, right? Find better ways to entertain your kids on trips or to sit at the table, right? Coordinate a family cleanup 
for 15 minutes every evening, right? Clean up, clean up, time to take your dirty door. I don't know how it goes. Eliminate TV on weeknights. We actually are only doing weeknight TV. Um, we watch something together or we watch a show that we've taped together. We don't do a lot of TV, but like we liked Mass Singer because it's fun and it's something that Peter can watch, that kind of thing. Um, sit with your child during homework, make a plan, make it happen. You know, that's what I do. I rearrange things to try to basically kind of navigate around situations that will cause everybody to complain so we can catch it before it happens, if that makes sense. And I know there are some people who are going to be like, well, I'm too busy. I can't be sitting with him. Well, then everybody's going to complain. See, here's the thing. It's like anything that's hard, right? Life is hard. And sometimes we want all these results, but we don't want to put in any effort. And for me, I spent a lot of time complaining, like a lot of time, people, okay? And it was getting me zero results, zero, okay? I got nothing from it, okay? And again, I was a cancer that was infectious to everyone in my family. And so now that I'm trying to circumvent away from it, you see better relationships forming. You see more cuddle times. You see, I mean, you know what I mean? It's hard to have a relationship with someone especially with your kid, when they're the exact same personality as you, like the exact Pete and I are exactly the same. Okay. That could be a problem because essentially you're having an argument with you just in a smaller body. And it really sucks when you're having an argument with a kid and they actually have a valid point because they're you. It's, it's like true story. Okay. Number six, challenge your family to live this week complaint-free. I'm going to tell you this right now. I've tried to do this myself, and I have failed every single effing time. I'm, I'm thinking that if I do it as a family instead of stop trying to do it by myself, that I'll have a greater success rate. Uh, this dog is, you think he had, he is chasing a rodent around the house. He's literally got a cow hoof and he is flipping it all over the area and chasing it. Goodness gracious. So um, if you're hearing that in the background and you're not quite sure what all that sound is that just happened right there, yeah, that's Buster flipping a cow hoof in the air and chasing it down like a horse. Um, so challenge your family to live a week complaint-free, okay? Put a jar on the counter. Every time someone complains, that person has to verbalize an expression, gratitude, in place of complaint. So if have to stop, find a gratitude expression, okay, instead of the complaint. And if they're old enough to receive an allowance, a paycheck, whatever, birthday money, they have to put a quarter in a jar. Boom. We do bucks. It's just easier. Nobody's got change anymore. So it's like, eh, you know. And let's see. Not chicken again. Okay. So if they catch themselves, right, that would be what you want to say. Okay. And instead, you know what? I'm grateful we get to have something healthy again and that mom cooked it for us. Wouldn't, you be, wouldn't that be great to hear that? I should do this for everybody and live in a utopia. <laughs> 
This is Mr. Sith. It's, Mr. Sith never brushes his hair. It's always like all over the place. He's like Mr. Magoo. I'm not even joking. Can't you ever brush your hair? And instead, I'm, I can tell him uh, something like, uh, uh, it makes me so happy to see your beautiful shining face. So put a hat on. Because <laughs> your hair's still jacked up. Um, <laughs> you come home. My boss did it again. You know what? I'm grateful to have a job and a paycheck that feeds my family. Just try to switch it to gratitude. So instead of a complaint, there's always something shining in the situation. Well, most always. We're not talking about extreme situations. I do have people sometimes who will be like, yeah, but, you know, I come from a whole history of, like, abuse. And no, okay, we're not talking about you then. This is not, that's not a case. That's, that's horrible. And that is something that's on another level from this. I mean... I don't know. I would imagine that, like, by the end of a week of doing this, you can donate, like, your money to charity as a family or something cute like that, or use it towards an event that you can go out with as a group as a family. Uh, I mean, you'll be amazed how much money in this house, you'll be amazed how much money people be raising in this house uh, just trying to retrain ourselves. I can only imagine. This might be a good thing. <laughs> anyway so i have a little note here uh it, it's a quote so i just want to make sure everybody knows it's a quote it's not from me speaking uh, a gentleman by the name of will bowen uh bowen uh the opposite of complaining is gratitude and we should talk about things we are grateful for rather than things we are unhappy about our minds are like steering wheels they take us in the direction we point them and if we focus on negative things, we will notice and attract more negative things in our life. If we focus on positive things, we will move in the direction of greater happiness and more success. And that was a quote from Will Bowen. And let me tell you, we've talked about this, about energy, about what you put out there is what you're going to get back. And it's never, it's most always, always just a situation of a bad habit being replaced by a good habit, okay? It's really just that easy. So hopefully this all gives you some tips. Give, give us a little sign of the cross. Send me like some good vibes and some prayers. I think that this weekend I am going to reintroduce this to Mr. Sith and Peter and try to do that as a family. And then by stop complaining, all of us, we're going to add years to our life. And that's a scientific fact. All right, I'm leaving you guys with that. Who? What a better way to end a thing. Adding years to your life. Just stop complaining. Anyway, love you guys all. Have an amazing week. And until next time, you know, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. Kindness.